would like to welcome you to another It's a Grand Life. You are just absolutely going to be blessed with uh, our second time uh, chatting with Dottie Foster, who's the Executive Director of Real Perspective Counseling here in Southfield, Michigan. And she has got a vision for everyone getting the therapy services that they need, regardless of their financial uh, level. And um, Dottie, we had such a great time uh, last time you were with us here on It's a Grand Life, and you you shared things for uh, about your your past and how you have been led through out of drug addiction years ago, and now you have launched this phenomenal counseling practice that has, after three years, seventeen providers under the umbrella of Real Perspective Counseling. And it's all you said last time, it was all because of your obedience to serving the others underserved. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah. So when when I opened my practice, um, if you heard this, the, the podcast um, last week, um, I talked about working for someone and they did not um, have the heart. I'm not, yeah, that's all I'm going to say, or the heart or the desire to service the underserved or the people that could not afford it or did not have insurance. And so that kind of bothered me, did not sit well in my heart. And so I, I just said, I gotta do something different that's gonna make me happy because I have to live with me. Right. And so um, that's where Real Perspective came out. And the real perspective is I'm gonna give you the real perspective of life. I'm not gonna play with you. We're gonna talk about some real stuff and challenge you on some things. And so in that I um, said, I'm okay, how do I do this? So I, I started, it was just me and people were calling me and I didn't take their insurance. And so, you know, for me, first of all, the African-American culture just got on the boat to go to practice, to go to therapy. We right. just got the ticket. You know what I mean? It, you know, our, our counterparts um, were, were going to therapy years and years and years, you know? And so in, in our culture, you're going to be all right. Just go in the house, go in, you know, and if you were, if you were somewhat a Christian or something, you know, you just got to pray and it's going to go away. Well, I believe in prayer, but everything doesn't go. I mean, God can do it and he will, but right. there is, I have a t-shirt and I sell my shirts and it says Jesus and therapy. It's not one or the other It's both. And. Okay. And so when people would call me at the time and I said, and, you know, they had the heart to pick the phone up. I mean, that takes a lot to say help. Right, right. And you you say, sorry, ma'am, sir, can't help you. Oh, you don't have no money? Oh, sorry. We don't take your insurance. We don't right? take your insurance. Sorry. Um, Ma'am, can you look on the back of your card and just call your insurance agent and see? Now, here's what I found out, Craig. They've done that. Right. And when they called them, they were full or they had a waiting list. But right now I'm on the edge. And if I don't talk to someone today, I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow. And too many of those calls I was receiving and I said, okay, what should I do? And for, for a long time, I had just as many free clients as I had clients that had insurance. I really did. And, and, and it was okay because my job was helping. And when I've, this is the honest to God truth. Every time that I say yes to someone that doesn't have insurance, God sends me someone with insurance. I also take, now everybody, we do have some that we see for free because I want to be just clear. We also say this because people have insurance, right? Right. So if you, if you have insurance and I don't accept it and you still want to come see someone in our office, the language is, 
call again, because that's the right thing to do, is call your, someone on the back of the card, you know, set your 1-800 number and find you a therapist. Ms. Dottie, I've done that. Okay. Go home, do your budget. Tell me what you can afford. That's what I'll see you for is non-negotiable. Because there are people that can pay $25. There are people that can pay $30. I mean, they can pay something, right? right and so right. then that's then we see them for that, right? And um, and then therapy happens. That's absolutely terrific. And you know, so you're you're talking about therapy, you're talking about serving the underserved, but you're also talking about kind of tithing and giving. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, I, I heard a phenomenal sermon by Rick Warren not too long ago where he he and his wife Kay play this game with God, where mm -hmm. every year they try to give more than the previous year. And right now they give 90% of what they bring in. He says, I play this game with God and we all we try to increase our giving. And the idea that God, we're going to outgive you, he says, and it never happens. I have never outgiven God in 40 plus years of ministry. And that that's really what you talked about on the first show and that's what you're talking about now. The more you open up slots in your calendar, God fills them with paying folks and also with uh, folks that uh, uh, don't have the resources, but def definitely need to care, right? Absolutely. Um, so one Monday I had a client free, 10 o'clock, started my morning. And you know, clients cancel, they just do. Right. That day I had no one cancel. No one canceled that day. I started my day with a, at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm getting up now, remind you, because <laughs> I'm not a morning person. And I'm going to see this person for at 10 o'clock and he's not paying me a dollar. And the rest of my day, every client showed up. It's and so um, in this, I decided that um, how do I how do I make this make sense for everybody? Right. Because it's not about the money, but it's about the money. You have to pay your rent. You have to do those things. You have to do some things. I have to pay my therapist. And so um, let's, 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 let's make this make sense, right? And so um, probably a year and a half into doing starting Real, Pers Real Perspective, the Lord gave me Real Solution. And in the Real Solution is our nonprofit. And so inside of the nonprofit, what happens, we have the M&M fund, but inside the nonprofit, there will be, again, my heart is to help people. So it will be home buyer education. It will be financial literacy and it would be um, mental health services okay, and other services as we add it. Right. And so the, the goal is to have a for-profit, a nonprofit. And right. so when, when the, when the people come in, because now we are versed not just in race but also in our abilities and our occupation so it's not just lpcs it is social workers as well right. and so if when the client comes in we're working on this now when the client comes in and does not have insurance we will give them a certain amount of sessions for free from this eminem fund we're raising money to service these people in the nonprofit, and we're going to go after grants and things of that nature. So we'll do solution focus. We'll get them off the edge. Right. We'll pull them in off the edge. Make sure we focus on the this, the, the the problem they having at that at that moment. Um, and then they'll go see a social worker, it, it, a, another social worker that can get them some, potentially some insurance. Now we may get them off the edge, and they good. Right. 
right? Which is great. That's Which what you is want. wonderful, right? And they leave, but they left better than they came because now they leave with insurance. Right, right. right? However, if they want to continue with services, now they'll move over to the wraparound service over to the for-profit. Gotcha. So, so uh, Dottie, if our listeners, if we had some listeners that wanted to support the not-for-profit side, could they do that? Yes, they could. We are linking our, uh, we, we just had a gala yep. celebrating our one year anniversary from being in the brick and mortar and to raise funds for um, to, for this fund, for the Eminem Fund. And Eminem stands for Mental Health and Ministry. Okay. And because that's what it is. And um, the Lord gave me that. Uh, like one night, Eminem, like, what, God? Eminem, Mental Health and Ministry. I'm like, yes, God, thank you. And so, um, you can give, you can call our office. We're, we're putting the link because other people are calling wanting to give. And I thought, you know, you do the gala. This is the first time I've ever done any of this. And God is just, he is blowing my mind, really. Someone just yesterday called me and said, I want to give. How do I give? I'm like, oh, shoot. That site, you know, that, that little link I had only lasted that. I'm like, oh, here, you can and so now we're trying to we're going to link it to our website that you can pay that way but you can call the office and we're always willing to take a payment over the phone so the folks that do contribute those monies are going to help folks that that do not have the resources to get the care and uh, will you all you're adding the financial literacy and the other services or do you have those available now no, we're adding those. We'll probably okay. add them in in 2024. We'll add them okay. um, because in order to do home buyer education, you have to be HUD certified. So when I first was a housing counselor, you was just um, certified with Mister, and okay. so then HUD came in. He ch- they changed the game a little bit, and so um, I am going to go back and get certified for so we can have a certified HUD counselor on staff. Right. And so we'll do that. And then financial literacy will fall up underneath that. And then our counselors and things of that nature will be on the other side. So, yes. That is just absolutely terrific. So though, all those skills that you acquired at Central Detroit Christian, where you focused on that, Can you believe uh, now, that? now you're offering the full package for your patients. And uh, um, I, I just want listeners to know we, we are 100% behind the work of Real Perspective Counseling. We support it when we're going to try and encourage our listeners to support Dottie and her efforts. I've known this lady for years, and she and her husband are the real deal. And they oh, it's all you. about... And, uh, you know, if you said mental health and ministry, I would say mental health is ministry. Oh, it uh, is. And, um, you know, it, uh, and and you are ministering to hundreds of patients here in Southeast Michigan. And it went from one new grad to 17 professionals. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's just uh, an amazing thing. So I want to ask you, though, the um, what should patients know about counseling before they walk in your office? Well you should know that you're ready that's really all that you should know but my our approach is we must connect ministry is it's not happening therapy is not happening if you don't connect with your therapist don't just go see a therapist because that is the right thing to do and it is you must connect and i mean sometimes talking just about your children maybe just talking about the dog maybe talking about this new recipe that you had because you must connect because when you feel that you feel safe 
then everything from your belly that you had is unleashed and you're able to throw up all of those things and come. So all you need to know is that you're ready. And uh, Dottie, what would you say are some of your most successful patient outcomes in the work that you've done with the, the uh, Real Perspective? That's a good question. What is the best? Now ask that question one more time. Because... Like what, um, what are some of your most successful patient outcomes? patients on the edge that come and see you and you you talk them off the ambassador bridge and and how has their life changed after i would say that one the when people are on the edge because really that's the only time they cause not every most calls in the conversation it says i'm tired of being this way i've lived long enough this way i had a lady call me and say last saturday that um her husband died and i think her sister died and she didn't deal with grief. So they all are tired. They get just to the end of their rope and they don't have, they, they just can't do it anymore. They've wore that mask long enough. And the, now the mask, the, 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 it has holes in it. Now people are starting to really see who they are. And the people that they had the mask on is seeing who they are. And so they're tired of pretending. And so I, it is the people that are on the edge and are tired of being that way and living that way. So for our listeners here, it's a grand life. If, if you're tired of living the lie and tired of walking around with uh, going through one of those five stages of grief and, and you want a way out, you, you know, I'm going to suggest you look at the bottom of your screen and, and call Real Perspective Counseling and uh, talk to one of Dottie's, either herself or one of her teammates and, and get the help that you need. And if you don't have the resources, we're going to do what we can to make sure you are covered. Because this is because mental health is ministry and real it perspective is. counseling. And uh, um, so, Dottie, let me ask you, do you uh, uh, when you dream about real perspective counseling, where do you see this practice in the next 10 years? I can't believe you're asking me this. OMG, I'm so excited <laughs> you asked me that. So <clears throat> February, the Lord told me open up a practice in Detroit. Okay. And I'm like, Lord. I, I, I've just opened this one. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do? And so in 10 years, I see it in multiple cities, but especially in the city of Detroit. And so, Craig, here's what I need prayer for. This is, this is, this is the honest to God truth. I was at an event, past, this pastor preached, and he said, how many of you have a bucket list and do you have things written on it? You know, people said yes. He said, no, do you have something on this so big that when it gets done, you know that the only person that did it was God. Not that you went to Paris because you saved your money. And even though that's a big trip, you know what I mean? Nothing yeah. like that, but something on your list. And I said, hmm, I don't. You know, I thought the biggest thing I had was my RV that I want to buy next year. You know what I'm saying? That's what was the largest thing I had. And I live at, in the on the North End. Um, and so right across from Herman Kiefer, um, and so there is a hotel that's been there. I've been living in my neighborhood for 20 years. It's been raggedy for 20 years. Okay. Yep. It's been raggedy for 20 years. I ride by, I go this way every day to work every single day. I ride by, I get to the light. I turn and look and I look at the building and it has a for sale sign. I turn back, I look and I saw it. If I had an architect, he could have, I could have just mapped it out. And I just, I mean, you, the excitement in my belly. And so my next phase is to do a office in Detroit. I want it to be walkable, 
for the people in the city of Detroit. Now, everybody can't walk there, of course. But it's for people to walk. I want to have two days of nothing but child therapy. Oh, fantastic. Nothing but for children to come and get therapy and be healed when they're young, that when they get our age, they'll know have have some coping skills and it'll be a part of their self-care that they know the check-in and they'll have these booster appointments because they know that they started young. And so I I, I can't believe you asked me that. I'm sorry. And so I did not go after the building. Um, and so that really quickly, I called, the person who is the gatekeeper of our North End, which yep. is Lisa Johanna, yep. very, very good friend of mine. And I called her and I said, LJ, what do you think about that hotel becoming um, a mental health facility? Now, Lisa, she don't hold you, she don't hold you up. She don't hold you up. She was like, nope, that ain't gonna work in our neighborhood. Nope, that is just not gonna work. And she said, hmm, that is not a bad idea. I was like, oh, and so she said, daddy, I just walked through that building last week. She was able to send me all the paperwork, all the things like, so I said, okay, but it was things in there that I was not prepared for because it was, it's the season of preparation. Okay. When you have a season of purpose, this is my, I know my purpose. Right. But there are things that you have to do in that season. And so this is my preparation. I didn't have a banker, so I went and got me a banker. I banked, but I didn't have a banker. Right. It was just things that I need to put myself in the position um, to make sure that when God sends me where I'm going to be, I'm going to be able to get it. So in 10 years, we should be, no, in less than 10 years, we're going to be in the city of Detroit. Outstanding. So uh, uh, so we, we asked you that question, but you'd already been dreaming. And, <laughs> and uh um, but for those of us who have run uh, healthcare practices, I mean, I've been doing this for 40 years. To go from one uh, provider to 17 in uh, one year of practice, and you you do you you may see folks that don't have the resources, but that doesn't mean that this is not a beautiful facility that you you have in Southfield. It's absolutely world class, and everything's coordinated and and uh, uh, beautiful letterhead. See, that's my decorating skills, you know. Yeah. See, see, see what I'm saying? It, it came in handy, you know. It's and uh, I could see that hotel with the same type of logo out front, and and mm-hmm. and now converted to a mental health facility and. And uh, in fact, not far from the new center area where where you live, there's a hotel, I think, I mean, a hospital that I think was closed called Renaissance. That'd be a great mental health facility as well. So uh, we are, uh, Dottie, we're just going to dream with you and just pray for you and can't wait to see what God does. And for those of you uh, at home, you're listening to It's a Grand Life with Dottie Foster. and, And she has touched your heart because you can see there's... This is what you see is what you get. And her heart is to serve the underserved. And you want to come alongside this uh, mental health is ministry organization like we have here at It's a Grand Life. I want to encourage you to support her because she's doing just phenomenal work and, and, and God's in it. And it just continues to grow. And it's all about serving patients. It's not about uh, the new Lamborghini. And, um, and uh, that's uh, I've known this lady for years, and that's really been her heart. And and Dottie, we just cannot thank you enough for being our guest okay. here. And it's a grand life. And 
And uh, we are looking forward to having you on again when this is up and running and, and we have uh, um, and, and your practice continues to expand as far as seeing more folks that uh, um, are on a pro bono basis. We want to be part of that and uh, just cannot thank you enough for uh, uh, joining us here the last two shows and, and sharing your heart to serve the underserved with the behavioral health and now financial education and and uh, all, all the things that you're going to be doing in 2024. It's so exciting. Yes. And uh, uh, we just can't, you got to keep us posted on where God is moving here. At oh, Real I Life promise Counseling. I will. I promise I will. You know, I will text you and say, he did it. He did it. Because I know he's going to do it. He does not, his word does not come back void. And so no. we just have to, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And so I'm just waiting for the strength that he's going to give me to do what he's called me to do. And so I, I love what I do. And it's, it's happening. So if, if you want to reach out to Miss Dottie, you can go on her website and find out how to connect with uh, Dottie or any of her staff members. But thank you so much for being our guest here again on It's a Grand Life. And we look forward to seeing you really soon. Thank you for joining us for another It's a Grand Life. Remember to never waste your pain. God can use your situation to bless others even halfway around the world. Be sure and subscribe to It's a Grand Life on our Facebook page, as well as YouTube and any of the various podcast channels that feature the Grand Life podcast. When it comes to raising a grand family, remember the words of the Apostle Paul, who said in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. In leading your grand family, it's going to take faith, hope, and a whole lot of love. Please reach out to me. I can be a blessing to you and pray for you or help you connect to free resources that can make your journey a little easier.